and a mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast Weekday Edition, yes. episode 87. Uh, we are recording a little bit early because I have a bunch of things to do this week. It feels kind of weird that we've already yeah, recorded <laughs> the spotlight for the Patreon, and now we're going to be doing this. But we have three books for you this episode. Possibly I may not be on the third one, so you all can rejoice that by the end of this, I may or may not be on the lesson. I have to see because I'm going to end up going to a dinner. I do not know when I'm going to be coming back from that, but that's not here nor there because I'm here to tell you right now we have a website and that is weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, which we review just about every book and sakes alive. We got the review copies. We actually, yes. uh, I, I'd actually say that actually everybody listening and everybody who helped us out did the work and we thank you <laughs> all from the fresh, fresh start crew. Beep boom. We ended up getting the review copies for now. Uh, when we got the DC yeah. copies, uh, I just each week I wait for them to be yanked. So hopefully they won't be yeah. yanked from us. Uh, we, <laughs> we we tend to try to be honest in our reviews, and sometimes that doesn't jive with you know how things are People's supposed to feelings. go. But yes. yeah, so I will just tell you we're going to remain honest. That did not uh, change things. But uh, we also have a Twitter, WS Marvel Comics, where if you go over there and follow us, I will follow you back, and hopefully you'll do the same because sometimes i just follow people out of the blue i, I like to uh, gorilla <laughs> follow people i'm just like i'm yeah. gonna follow that person that person but yeah we like to follow everyone because i think that's just a decent thing to do uh, i was talking to eric again there was one guy way back he was on the podcast that we used to listen to me and you and they ended up stopping the podcast and i remember and to this day the guy's name's Matt, by the way. So you'll be able to figure this out. But he ended <laughs> yeah, up giving yeah. us a shout out when their podcast went down. I thought that was very nice. But then at the last second, gave a dig at the end and said, well, they, they're pretty popular. But I see now that they follow almost as many people that they have followers on Twitter. And, you know, that's ridiculous. Like, what's that? And, and that was when I thought... From this point on, I am following everybody back. I'm going to make sure. And and not even that, just I just don't (laughs) want to be a jerk. I I hate when you see these people. And uh, I end up going to a thing that tells you who unfollowed you and stuff. And there's the people that out of nowhere drop 16,000 people. So they have 16,000 followers, but they don't follow anybody back. That's nonsense. I, I really, that just, that really upsets me. But we're also on iTunes, Stitcher. Google Play, all those places if you want to uh, leave us a review and a rating. That would be awesome. We have an email, weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com if you want to email us questions, comments, songs, uh, you know, yell at Brandon, whatever. (laughs) Shade being thrown. We will read all of those emails every uh, Sunday night on our weekend edition show. And then finally, we have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weirdscience where you can go to support us for everything we do, including this podcast, basically two podcasts a week that we do, but we also have a Patreon spotlight each week. We have two books that are picked by the bad butts of the Fresh Start crew. Beep, boop. <laughs> and this week they picked two pretty big books again, Silver Surfer Black number one and yes. the book that I claimed I would marry and I still will. The marriage <laughs> is back on. Yes, Invaders it's, number it's six. It's not rocky at all. Yes. It's a no, no, I'm telling you. It's over we, and you're still yeah. smooth sailing. Yep. I'm still smooching them every day. Every day. And Gross. And in fact, in fact, I smooched Invaders even more this week because it really picks up. It really does. It ups the ante. It's a really, really good book. And I would stress that even if you don't get on our Patreon and hear us wax poetic about it, pick it up and give it a shot. It's one of my favorite books. But we're going to start off now uh, with me and you talking about two books. We're going to be Spider-Man heavy, not only today on this podcast, but even the weekend edition. There's not much of of a choice, really. There's a lot of Spider-Man books uh, (laughs) this weekend. And it's funny because when we first jumped over to Marvel, this was something that I heard. And really, I didn't really... 
I didn't really take it, you know, full out at face value because I, I hear that all the time about Batman over at DC. So I, I understand the joke of Rob of Liefeld will tell you that too. I mean, yeah, well, he won't anymore. <laughs> he quit Twitter, so he can't tell you anything. Uh, maybe he'll uh, put on those button flies and come over yeah. and visit me and tell me. He's uh, still retweeting as of today. Maybe his quitting Twitter is just, okay. uh, I won't he, comment I, anymore. I heard that he ended up just deleting his, his account. Maybe he came back. Yeah, he's uh, back but we'll today. see. Okay, well, we'll see. But yeah, he thinks DC is in shambles uh yeah, but we'll no. see but we're not gonna yeah. be talking dc here it's we're for, talking about father time to judge yeah really it's it's what it is but yeah we're gonna go off now to start with friendly neighborhood spider-man all right and it's friendly neighborhood spider-man number seven i will take the honors written by tom taylor art by ken lashley Colors by Nolan Woodward and letters by VCs Travis Lanhan. Aunt May's cancer diagnosis severely shook Peter. It's one of the most painful and frightening things he's ever faced in or out of the mask. After some avoidance, in the end, he knew what he had to do. Be there for the person he cares about. Try and fight. That's just how Pete was raised. But will that be enough? And it's funny, too. uh, That was one of the things that we were upset at when he pretty much that avoidance was when she's like, yeah. can you come with me to some of my cancer treatments? He's like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of busy. Yeah. I'm a little busy yeah. there, Aunt May. Uh, <laughs> and that we really didn't like. But by the end, he ended up going. So you, you have that going on here. Now, it, this starts off with a you know little flashback where you see Uncle Ben and Aunt May walking with a little Peter. And they end up seeing a guy you know, asking for money. And um, you have Uncle Ben say, hey, Peter, and this is where I like it. I mean, everybody can write a book with this say, hey, with great responsibility. I mean, we've really, (laughs) that is done even as much as, you know, Bruce Wayne in an alley. Just find a way to squeeze the quote in there I mean, it's always there. So, you know, I, I would rather have us see that and see that even besides that one catchphrase, that Uncle Ben did teach Peter how to yeah, be a good guy. Yeah, it's something guy. He, ca- he he constantly displayed. It wasn't just a one-off yeah, lesson yeah, he gave Yeah, it wasn't just and, one time that he got mad and told him. it was the last thing that stuck exactly. with him. You know? No, no. He ends up, you were seeing through this. And really, like, you have this friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Obviously, it's the neighborhood part that you have Tom Taylor really pushing, which we have really enjoyed. And I, I ended up saying to you uh, before we recorded tonight even, I said, hey, I, I have to read Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. And you're like, oh, it's not going to take you long. And it never really does. It's a very no. fast-paced book. But it always does get me in the feels, as they say on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> and uh, so even right here where I love to see Uncle Ben teaching Peter to just be a good guy. And the way he does it is so good because he's like, hey, Peter go over and give this guy this money and he's taking money and you have Peter who's a smart kid they even started out with him talking about stardust and things and you have Aunt May like I think we gotta stop you know letting him read so much Uh, but (laughs) he's like hey Peter go and give this guy this money you know and he's like but but Uncle Ben I heard you talking we don't have enough money for the phone bill and I want Uncle Ben to say listen we don't need that stinking phone but he's like no 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 it's fine we'll manage Aunt May and says it and he goes over and gives it to him and it's not just that this is where tom taylor works his magic because it's not just hey peter give this you know guy this homeless guy money it's when peter comes back and says uncle ben like what happened if he uses that for something bad you know meaning drugs or booze and it's a great line and it's a great thing where uncle ben says listen that's it's not for us to judge we're just giving them money you can't insist the way that you give something to somebody you have to let them have the freedom to choose and even if it's bad good whatever we can't force them into something else now in the meantime uh i remember that uh two things when i used to go to new york a lot uh, Tanya's Aunt Mary used to live in New York and we would go there and obviously there'd be a lot of people begging for money and what Aunt Mary yep. told me was number one the first thing you do when somebody asks for money you look at their shoes Walk fast. no you look at their <laughs> shoes and if they have really nice shoes that means they don't really need money that's her New York deal that's but her, also yeah. the idea of where somebody will say oh you know what I'm not going to give you money but here's a sandwich and, uh, 
a lot of times the people begging for money, if they eat that sandwich, they're going to get violently ill and just throw up anyway, because a lot of times, unfortunately, they do need booze or drugs or whatever. So that's the problem. Uh, But yeah, through this, though, Peter learns a lesson and learns that you got to treat people nice. You got to treat them with respect and let them make their own decisions, good or bad. And then hopefully through your kindness, they'll end up starting to make better decisions or make, you know, realize that somebody cares or somebody's helping. And it goes into this, which is a funny scene because you see another guy in the now. <laughs> I thought this begging. was going to be a villain. This guy's yeah. just the biggest jerk well, on the I block. I thought it was going right to be a villain. Here. I actually thought that it wasn't Peter. I thought it was somebody else because this guy comes in, hey, you know, can you spare a dollar? I'll give you a dollar and just starts kicking this guy and knocking him and like, hey, you understand we don't want you here, buddy. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Spider-Man shows up and Spider-Man grabs, webs him by the the leg, pulls him. I think the guy needs a a new dental plan, number one, or at least he's broken (laughs) some orbital bones. And then Spider's like, listen. He looks like he works. He should have insurance. Yeah, well, he's like, listen, you know, give me your wallet and your phone. And like, what? Are you robbing me? And even the the guy, the homeless guy who uh, Peter ends up knowing or Spidey knows, I was like, are you mugging him? He's like, I I can see that it will look like that right now, which is a line that comes back again. But he ends up calling his detective Sevens, the friend that he made in the the NYPD. Yeah, the one whose card he put in his drawers. Yep. So he's like, hey, uh. You know, I, I got this perp. You call him perps, right? Still, is that just on TV? But this guy assaulted another guy. You can go look at the corner of Third and Bowery. You, you can end up looking at the security footage. You'll see that this guy is a piece of crap, and you can come pick him up. And the guy's like, you think I'm going to stay? That's when, you know, Spidey does the classic where he webs yeah. him up and hangs him there and then helps this homeless guy. And uh, says then, hey, what are you doing tonight? You know, it's going to be called uh, Jose. And he's like, "Eh, here you go. This is my, you know, the stoop here. This is my home for now. And he's like, no, no, no. Listen, this is opening up again. I want you to come. And it's Feast, uh, this organization where he hands them this flyer. It's something that Aunt May is working on. It's the Feast Center Food Emergency Aid Shelter and Training. So she's trying to help the people in the neighborhood. This is... This used to be open, um, I don't know, in the beginning of Dan Slott's run. It was kind of a big focal point. And, uh, you know, even if you're not familiar from Spidey that far back, it was definitely featured heavily in the video game. So, yeah, and and with that, yeah, it's a classic deal. And she's reopening it, hasn't been open. Aunt May wants to open it. In the meantime, she has some problems as well because she found out that her uh, cancer treatment is not going to be covered by her insurance. And yeah. it, it's, it's the whole thing kind of wraps around because she even, she tells us to MJ and MJ's like, listen, you know, we can crowdfund. And she's like, I don't really feel like asking strangers for money. That doesn't seem right. Even though she even taught Peter, you know, sometimes people do need help and things like yeah, that. It seems like it's at, this whole feast center is actually crowdfunded. So it's yeah. weird that she says yeah, it, it does like say that. That, that, it, that threw me off. <laughs> it seems, I guess that she just doesn't want it for herself. For herself. Yeah. 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 So they, they go off and Aunt May's going to, you know, give her I don't know. Speech. I've seen some of the crowd funds out there. Some people are just pure shit. A lot of them are. They they are. Some people are just ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, uh, I have a, I have, you have a little problem there. I do have one other problem here uh, with this issue. And it is where Aunt May's there. They're at feast and she's talking to the people and say, hey, listen, you know, we're reopening the doors. Everybody deserves this. We don't want people to fall in the cracks of society. All this going on. Nobody should have to beg for dignity. And she even has to stop at one point because she's really talking about what MJ Jay was saying about her, you know, needing money for her cancer treatment. Yeah. And and that's where even MJ's like, you know what? You don't have to ask strangers. They'll be friends and things like that. But my problem is, is then when Marnie shows up and Marnie <laughs> is the landlady that ended up being in the under New York deal. And she's a superhero. Yeah, next door to Peter. Problem is she looks too much like Aunt May. They I need to change. I know Thought that Aunt she May stuck her yes, finger in a light socket. There. That's the only difference <laughs> is that she has hair that is backwards instead of front. Is this going to be something that 
ties in later where they end up impersonating each other for something or doing something like to be able to get away. I don't know, but they yeah. look too much alike right now. Yeah, but then crazy. all of a sudden these pieces of crap show up, uh, you know, these business people from the, the street. local business, yeah, owners, the local business guys and they the show fat up cats. and the fat cats, but even like the uh, people who rent out spaces, you know, eat, eat, like they might be even slum lords if this is a slum area, yeah. uh, but they show up and like, listen, you know, this is my Twitter voice again. Hey, listen here. You know, <laughs> what you're doing here, gathering all these undesirables, it's going to make it so that we can't rent places and, the, the you know, the money's going to go down. And, and yeah, Aunt May's it's just hurt like, our gentrification. Yeah, Aunt May's like, listen, you know, is, how dare you? You know, we're here to make things better. And you say that's less desirable. We're cleaning up the streets. There's less vacancy, yeah. less crime. And you think you that's less desirable. You want them sleeping in your alley? You want them sleeping yeah. in this building? And I don't then, understand. And then the guy just keeps going, you know, hey, uh, you know, what do you think you're going to achieve with this? And, you know, he's like, oh, and she's like, well, what are you going to achieve? When are you going to start helping, you jerk? And then that right. Marnie even turns to Peter's. The, the art, he's so happy. He's looking at Aunt May like, that's my aunt. And she's like, yeah. man, your aunt's a like superhero. He, he's waiting for somebody to take a swing. Go ahead, yeah, tough guy. Yeah, really. Well, then you go back <laughs> and you go back to the apartment and you end up with Randy and uh, Boomerang, Fred. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, there's a sound alarm. This is later on and there's a sound Apparently, alarm. They Boomerang did Boomerang never changes, only no. his underwear. Yeah, that's he just it. walks around. He's got that, that, uh, that coat on the robe. It looks great. But uh, yeah, he's like, what's that? Uh, that's that sound alarm. We had a feast. He's not too silent. You're waking me up here. And he's such a jerk, but he's so good. Uh, and Peter's just like, I got to go. I'm going to go down there. And that's where you have Randy and Fred are like, you know, are you coming with me? And you have Boomerang. He's like, nope, not my problem. He's like, well, it might be because if you, if, if you know, if the place gets robbed, then I don't have a job and I'm doing this. And then, and he's still like, I don't care. He's like, you know, you're going to have to get a new roommate who may not like you walking around yeah. like this and being the jerk. He's like, won't. Uh, I'm going right. to wager a guess. Yeah, and he's like, all right, I guess I'd rather have your stinking, you know, being a roommate and helping people than having somebody come in and try to improve what's already perfection. And they do go off and he goes off as Boomerang, which does end up causing problems because in Boomerang, he's not he's subtle. Yeah. He's not subtle. He, he, if, he if means go, well here, but he does it in just an awful he way. He blows up the center pretty much because yeah, when, when Peter goes, saying, but he ends he up looking in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the, the when idea he, well, he was. When he goes in and looks in, he sees somebody. Peter does. It ends up being the Prowler. And even he's like, Hobie? And he gets attacked by the Prowler. And that's where you have Boomerang show up with his Boomerangs that are, you know, have bombs on them. And it's like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> but boom, it blows up. And even Peter's like, no, oh, God, why are you doing this, you idiot? Uh, but, yeah, they're they're trying to stop Prowler. You do have Boomerang who, again, he may not know what he's doing, but he's pretty courageous. I mean, he goes in. Yeah. It's not like he's running away. He goes in and there's Prowler and he's like, listen – no sudden movements. Prowler just grabs him by <laughs> the neck. Him right he grabs away. him by the neck, by the throat, and he's like, "I'd consider that a sudden movement, there, pal." Uh, yeah, and they're doing all this going on, and I'm telling you, I I love Boomerang. I hope that he I stays do too. I forever. Like him a lot. The cops are showing up, so everybody has to run away. They scatter, uh, yeah. The problem is, is the place is on fire now. Boomerang yeah, now has blown up, you know, part of the you feast. You got to get all these homeless thing. people out of the and place And then you now. you have him show up. Peter shows, yeah, it's Spider-Man. And Aunt May's like, hey, uh, who did this? And you get the idea that this might be a start of, uh, you know, Aunt May not liking Spider-Man so much yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> we'll have to see what goes uh, on with that. I don't know if that. she got the idea Spider-Man did it. I mean, um, she's just... I, I just found it to be a weird cliffhanger as well like it was just a weird spot to end the issue uh, no. i think they want us to think that the these businessmen did it obviously or no, maybe but, not so I obviously mean, but the uh, thing is they didn't it was boomerang i mean boomerang yeah. did it there's <laughs> no, no know. Yeah, you know the whole deal but uh and we'll have to see about prowler and see what's going on with that my favorite though besides you know the issue itself is i love that you get a little inkling of what's coming next it says next number eight that's all you get. You're not even, it doesn't even say anything. You just got to cover nope. next number eight. All right. Well, it could I, be I, anything in the world. Spider-Man is just there with his yeah, arms crossed. I, I actually did not realize that eight comes after seven. So I'm glad they told here. us that. I was like, really? Number eight. All right. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I like this. It's not, again, this is a, a weird book where 
you can complain a lot that, hey, not a lot happens. And that because it's that's kind of what it's based on. It's kind of based on Peter just going around helping the neighborhood. Aunt May's there. You have a little MJ. So this isn't the book that's going to have, you know, a trillion things happening all at once in the deal because it is a neighborhood book. You know, you have the Prowler show up. That's awesome. So that that is something. And I love seeing Boomerang uh, because of that, though. And also, we don't have... You know, we have Ken Lashley on art who is kind of filling in, I guess. And the art's okay. It's not as good as Juan Cabal has been, in my opinion. But I still like it. Uh, But because of all that, I'm going to go 8 out of 10. I can't go any higher than that. I still enjoy it. It's a very quick read. I don't think this is one of those where if you like this series, you're going to read this issue and bail. Because it's pretty much what you've gotten. But I'm going to, at one point... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to want a little more. But right now I'm fine with the feels. I'm fine with, you know, seeing Peter learn from Uncle Ben and things like that. So I'm still way on board. I just I hope that things pick up and, and seem to be bigger uh, at some point. But what what do you think? Yeah, I'm actually a little under you. I'm going I'm around a seven five. Uh, I could actually go down to a seven too okay. if you really talked me into it. But I'm going to stick there. I, I didn't enjoy the art as much this issue as Cabal, or is that who was doing it previously, I think? Yeah, yeah, Juan um, Cabal. Which was really good. And, and yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed the spider bite issue, but it, something about this book, like uh, besides the reveal of Aunt May having cancer, having cancer at the beginning of the series, like, and they keep bringing it up, it doesn't. I don't know. I want to say it doesn't really feel like she's in much trouble at all. You know, she's like got a job and like, I'm just not getting the sense she's in uh real immediate danger right now. Okay. Um, you know, it, it kind of takes something away from that reveal so many mm-hmm. issues ago. And yeah, I like the idea that maybe we're getting to, um, you know, a, a bigger overall story again, instead of just a couple one random yep. one shots. Yeah. That that's what I need for a bit. That's what yeah. I want. Uh, I need something and, and Prowler showing up and then kind of, you know, it, that the really relationship with Boomerang is, is fun, too. I could yeah. use a little more of that, you know, yeah. since it's be- being basically ignored in the regular title. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you're a little lower than me, but kind of the same reasons. I'm just a positive guy. Uh, but we're going to go <laughs> off now. Positive to, Peter. Uh, for yeah, Spider-Man really. We're going to go off know? now. Yeah, go. Positive Peter. Uh, we're going to go <laughs> up to the next Spider-Man book, and I have a feeling that we're going to disagree <laughs> with this one big time. Oh, yeah, but, I think yeah, so, I figured. I figured, but we're going to go off to that now. All right, and here we are with Amazing Spider-Man number 23. Brandon, uh, do the honors, please. Yes, we got Amazing Spider-Man oh, number there? 23. Oh, were you taking a drink or something? Or? Yeah, I was. <laughs> Written by Nick Spencer, uh, pencils by Ryan Otley, inks by Cliff Rathburn, and colors by Nathan Fairburn. Letters by VC's Joe Caramanga. After Spider-Man rushed off, hopefully to save another life, Craven put on a black spider suit. Craven's clone, his son, and true heir fought his father to the death, not knowing what he'd done until it was too late. This issue yeah. takes place before War of the Realms number one. <laughs> and, and the only reason they have to tell you that is because the Avengers show up and they're in the middle of New York yep. and there's no frost giants running yep. around. That, that's basically all it is. I know. Uh, so you can't get that mad about that. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I thought it was a weird thing to throw in there, to be honest with yeah, you. This I, I is one of the few myself, times I'm right? not thinking of it. Yeah, yeah. So you start off here and you do have the burial of craven i mean there he is he's he's being buried a lot of people thought that this was going to be something along the lines of craven's not really dead well here's the deal his clone is there this isn't his son per se we find out by the end he's a pretty spot-on match for him though Yeah, i mean i'm (laughs) telling you it's it's his clone it's it's him this isn't like it's you know my son zach there this is a exact duplicate of him so don't be silly and sit there and think to yourself and i saw some reviews that are like oh man i can't believe it craven's really gone well no he really isn't there now he's a the clone version of himself who has even more of a reason to hate spider-man so you know yeah. stop your silliness and yeah they show know. you know him that, getting well, buried that's the thing i think we're we're supposed to feel like you know 
sorry for Craven, maybe even I a guess. little bit. And I don't feel much at all because there's still a Craven staring me directly yeah. in the face and, as, and, as far and as it's I'm Craven. concerned. And, so. and in my mind, all this is going to be is legitimately – if me and you are talking these books in the year uh, 2070, I, I don't think I'm going to be alive. We may have the next haunted. And this is, in my mind, th- this is a re- rinse and repeat is That's what's going to happen. I will, when, I will when, hang up my reviewer yes. shoes. When well, they when, that when this Craven gets older, I'm telling you, he's going to make a clone to continue the deal there's always going to be and it, it kind of works in the whole idea of you know it's comics people don't have to age or whatever but i, I just think that this is going to be something that the cravens end up doing yeah. every time the that they get going. old I yeah it just batman. keeps alive yeah so there you have it you have batman with his you know machine that ends up cloning himself throughout well that's what craven's going to do and yeah you have the you know Craven Jr. at this point he gets mad and I said in my review one of my funny lines I I was very proud of this he really (laughs) does get upset after his dad's buried or at least his clone dad gets upset runs off and beats off stuffed animals that's all he does he ends up going taxidermy no so he ends up pretty much going in and seeing you know all of these stuffed animals and ends up beating them up and I even said in my review it's a little more bad but than that sounds it's not like a a plushy hey, he uh, head teddy straight bear. off a gorilla here yeah but yeah he just goes to town and yeah you kind of leave him at that he's upset um he's working out some problems there and then you go off to Spider-Man who basically is there and it's funny to me because he's like all right, there's a lot of these villains. They're, they're kind of still here. They can cause some problems. Oh, thank God. There is uh, the Avengers. They have shown up. <laughs> yeah, and, I can take uh, off. And Fantastic Four and all of those. Yeah, they could just, he could just leave. It, yep. it is very, you know, one of it's those weird. where we make it's fun of him just scene. leaving. Yeah. But he ends, up, he ends up being able that to, to leave. That to me isn't Spider-Man displaying his sense of responsibility. I mean, no, a little well, bit because Mary thing. Jane's in trouble. I, he yeah, thinks, and, and here's but... the thing. There is about 70 you know heroes that are taking care of things so if he's gonna have to you know step out and go see if mary's kind of his fine, problem though you it, know what i'm saying yeah it's, but they're already <laughs> taking care of it i mean he's swinging above and you already have you have i mean really you have thor the fantastic four you know dr strange black panther she hulk uh falcon to, captain to, marvel yeah. captain yeah, america yeah, i, I mean there's some me, heavy this is hitters a little like the get fresh crew shows up to your work and we're just gonna do your job for you we have no idea idea yeah, what we're doing fine. but uh yeah i, I have a feeling that uh, you know these, just i think these guys things. know what's well that's all they're doing <laughs> they're taking them down you end up uh with all of those pieces of crap hunters uh you know the rich people that were kind of in there with the vrs they're there and cap ends it and it really if you're gonna Cap's say anything lackluster <laughs> the thing is that he, they're going to arrest them with gaming laws I'm like, yeah, really? That's yeah. what we're doing? You, you do have Captain Marvel. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Well, he says we're about to have a conversation about states gaming laws. They're they're getting arrested. They're being taken away in cuffs because they they're went against bags. the gaming yeah. laws. Uh, and so you end up having Arcade being taken by Captain Marvel. Uh, she's going to take him. So it's kind of wrapped around. Now, this is okay uh, going on. And I like this more than you, basically because... I'm done with the hunted. So with an epilogue, I don't mind when you're wrapping things up, going forward and seeing some seeds to be planted for later stories. Now, in my review on the site, I did say also, though, that this book has been having a problem with, you know, kind of maintaining a focus. And maybe this is showing me that it's going to continue that. But I like some of these things that are set up because we thought that we were going to get Vulture. He he thinks that he's big hot stuff now because he he thinks that he's the one. And all (laughs) the people around him thought that he was the one who defeated everyone by the end of the story. So he's there. Tarantula kind of gets thrown in amongst him. And he's like, Oh, hey, Tarantula, welcome back. You know, we were hoping you'd come back because we're going to have the Savage Six back. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I don't mind. And it is, if you want, if you didn't know, it's Vulture, Tarantula, Scorpion, Rhino, King Cobra, and Stegron the Dinosaur Man, one of my favorites, you know, yes, Vincent Stegron. Um, but yeah, so they're there. You're going to have the Savage Six. So that's set up. And it's very quick. It's very quick moving. 
if you're going to, I know here's the thing. A lot of people have told me they hated this issue. John Jack said he, he hated it. He said that it's a clip show. He said that he couldn't <laughs> stand it. I like some of the things set up and I like some of the parts. Did you I tell actually, him it was a montage and not a clip no, show? No, <laughs> he's right though. It pretty much is. It's both actually, because it isn't actually a clip show because we're not seeing things from the past, as he said before. But no, you have Black Ant uh, there. Every, they're going to rip him apart. You see Toad there. He's awful. Yeah, uh, but yeah I, this he, part is weird with Taskmaster. Like, eh, I changed my mind. Let's go, buddy. Yeah, it just shows up. He's like, hey, buddy. And then there's Black Ant. I knew you'd come back for your best friend. All right, let's go. I just think they did. The problem is, is I don't think Nick Spencer wants to have Black Ant get ripped apart. And he's going yeah. to if he stays there. Uh, so Taskmaster just grabs him. You do end up having Felicia uh, take Billy back to her mom as we see Kurt there. You know, the cost Laying in the of woods it. by himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes because he doesn't have the inhibitor. Uh, and then you go off and you see this guy uh, talking. He's like, hey, what? Yeah, this I'm going to be late tonight, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be able to, SOB. you know, get home. <laughs> and vermin are just there to eat him. And and if you want to get upset about anything, it's like, where are the heroes for this guy? Oh, yeah. This guy is just there in the subway. An Uber? You serious surge pricing, baby? You know, to get to dinner with your mother? Yeah, I'm not doing that. He ain't I'm getting out. to dinner. He's dinner. Smell you later. Yeah, he's in trouble. Well, you end up having Spidey where he had the vision during the hunt it through Craven's, you know, herbs and things like that. He ended up having a vision that, that Mary Jane was in big trouble, that she was bleeding, that she was being attacked. And as he gets back to the apartment, you do see that, you know, you're going to have Nick Spencer trying to give you the red herring type deal of Mary Jane in big trouble. She just kind of cut herself on the window. Yeah, the window is broken, but she cut herself on that and says, oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm clumsy, whatnot. And here's the deal. And I knew this was going to drive you nuts because we've wanted to know who this centipede guy is. We wanted to know all this. And now he's just a little centipede yeah. on the window. Oh, this which- dri- You want to know what else drives me nuts about this? The the line that he has where, uh, where is it? I get. I get you were just fighting toxic masculinity, the hunter. I, I almost yeah, took the book like and that? threw it right out the yeah, damn door. You, you I don't swear like to that? God. I'm I like, mean, Nick it's a guy Spencer, who goes around are... bare chested. He's got a, a lion mane's you, you vest. Know that meme? You know that stupid meme yeah, where yeah, uh, yeah. it's that guy bobbing his head back and forth? You are so dumb. I, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that's is what you want to thought about. Yes. When, uh, oh, yeah. I hated that. This is where I was done with this book right here. Yeah, I, I ended up uh, not minding this because I knew that it would drive you nuts. So oh. I giggled to myself. <laughs> oh, but my also, God. I don't know. The centipede now is starting to remind me of Mr. Mind over at uh, freaking yeah. uh, DC. Uh, He's I'm, just I'm, a little centipede I, guy. Well, here's the thing is, you know what? It, Nick Spencer has taken too long to get to this guy. I'm I'm losing interest in him now. And we're yeah. like two issues away. It's like, yeah, if I don't Trump. find out what's going on and who this is an issue 25 i i just don't care anymore it's just lingered for way too long and then when that yeah. happens it's like a story like jor-el where things just start changing too much and you can just tell by the by the way you're reading it and it was something else and, and now it's not that anymore and i feel like that's what's going on here i'm just losing losing interest well, we'll see uh, how that sets up. But uh, he does say that basically, oh, look at me. You know, I'm not, like you said, I'm not toxic masculinity the hunter. I'm I'm better than that. And you know what? I'm going to wait and I'm going to, I'm not going to kill Mary Jane. I'm not going to kill your family or friends. I'm going to wait till you do it. And then we'll finally be alone together. So that's the big end for that. Then you go back to Craven. Who's going to drink it up? He's drinking. He goes to grab the, the uh, you know, the shotgun off the yeah. wall there. And there's a note basically uh last will and testament saying hey listen there uh son of mine you know clone son um right now (laughs) you you, you're doing this you are my true heir you you are always you're the one you're the one you killed all your brothers so Mm -hmm. here you go you're You're the only one left and what's going to go on now is you are now craven you're sergey you're the beast you're a craven of your superior and from here on out you are craven the hunter and then it says the hunt begins he ends up cutting off his lustrous hair yes. I, I love that hair he had <laughs> he, he gets that spot off on cu- i mean i wish he would have well, cut the longer hair and like the dirty yeah. beard because like i, I, I said would like i think to just have were, a little I, separation between yeah, the two i just think that it people forget that it there is no separation he is craven yeah. he's his clone i know it 
just because we were saying before, he says, but I see people deal with that again in in another Spider-Man issue later this week. I mean, legitimately, legitimately, (laughs) he's not his son. He is a clone. He was calling him his son just because he was alive and yeah, all that. He's but a crazy he's an dude. exact replica. He's, yeah. he's a clone. And so now he's Craven again. So pretty much it's a reset. You have Craven now. Yeah. He didn't die. So we, we, just, we, t- we told the 13 issue story to get us back to point, yeah. point one. Yeah. So you, know? <laughs> you just, but I, I like it in the roundabout deal of thinking that that's what's going to happen. All the time is when Craven gets old, when he's, you know, feels like he can't really do what he's got to do. He's just going to make 80 clones. They're going to fight to the death. The one who wins out, he's now Craven again. So uh, I don't mind that. I- I'm telling you, uh, I'm glad the hunt's over. I didn't enjoy it no, either. either. I know that you didn't enjoy it at all. I liked some <laughs> of it. But, you know, and and we say that. I mean, really. The Gibbon, uh, you know, HU st- still the best issue of all of those. That's uh, completely ridiculous, but it was. But yeah, we have Craven back. So really, like you said, you can look at that as saying, well, nothing really happened. And then you do get the burial there and you end up with somebody talking to the grave. You know, Craven's down and it's a guy and he's like, hey, listen, hey, brother, you know, it's me. Uh, the last time you died, I promised that, you know, you would be able to rest. And I, I didn't really fulfill that. Yeah, well, promise, back on my word here there, i am um i'm gonna let you this time i promise you you're gonna rest now again we have a clone craven so we still have craven he's like you know sleep well brother i'm gonna go off and i'm gonna get i'm gonna help you because you did spare me i am a animal-based villain oh look i'm the chameleon <laughs> who in fact if you're not aware it is craven's half brother so you know you have all that it all ties in and he goes off to pretty much cause some havoc he's like all right you're dead you rest i'm just gonna My burn turn, this whole buddy. world down yeah. yeah i'm gonna burn the whole world down and go off and i thought that was a pretty cool I, ending you know um, out of everything in this issue that drove me crazy that was the one part that i really kind of enjoyed because i haven't yeah. you know there hasn't been a lot of chameleon stuff going on lately no. So I'm interested no, in so that. So there he is. And it, it ties in well with Craven, ties in with the hunt, it ties in with yeah. his death, his so death I, again. You know, while so I'm I, losing interest in the Senate man, because there's just you know, very yeah. few hints or anything being given. You know, it's one of those mysteries that drive you crazy. Uh, you know, no clues to the mystery, really, yeah. per se. Yep. But, um, you know, I like this chameleon stuff. And that's kind of my new interest. Where does that go? Hopefully it doesn't yeah. take 25 issues to get there. Yeah, I'm down. So I, I like it. And I like this issue. I like the art a lot. I like that we just it's an epilogue. But I actually liked it because while we're doing the hunted story, I'm just waiting for the hunted story to end. Now it ends. We get an epilogue that actually shows me there are some things coming out of this that I I will enjoy or want to enjoy the Savage Six. I'm interested in that. And the Centipede, I'm telling you, that's that I think that's supposed to be the big deal. Yeah. That doesn't interest me either. I'm with you. That it's just like really like, you know, crap or get off the pot there, pal. <laughs> I, you know, no, really. Right. If you're just gonna be a centipede, you know, going around, pretty much MJ's gonna see you get a can of raid, you're dead. Uh, I don't I, need the way that. Nick Spencer wraps things up sometimes, that might be the way it happens to it. And I might <laughs> He just shuts the window right on him. But yeah, and so this yeah, Craven I would find thing. find out where he lives I, and boo, his, yeah. boo him from his side I'm not, window. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting to see Craven that much coming up. We just had this story. So I think that this is kind of set so people can use him later. Um, but the chameleon thing, I, I'm real excited about that. I want to see what's going down uh, because that's pretty cool. Plus has this tie-in to Craven. So when, you know, if he does do something and you do have Peter fighting him and whatnot, you can end up, you know, having that connection as well so i i like this i think way more i know way more than yeah. you but way more than a lot of people i were talking there's only like t funk's the only guy who, who messaged me and was like man did you read uh you know amazing it was great and i'm like i liked it too i i still i'm an 8-8 eight eight, uh with it but i did like it Holy i like the God. art a lot uh, I, I enjoyed you it. You your medicine and reading that one, huh? No, I'm telling you, though, <laughs> it's one of those where we're at issue 23, not including the HUs, and I haven't really been digging this book that much. Yeah. And this issue is quick, and I got some things that I wanted to see while we were doing the hunt. It never got to see it, and we get here. So I actually liked it. What would you give it? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go half of your score. I'm going to go a four yeah, five. I figured. Uh, you know, no. I just, the, the hunted ended with the thud and then 
we you know we get the craven reveal here so it it felt all for naught essentially the mary jane thing was kind of a dud i knew that was going to go nowhere because you're not going to kill her off panel uh for the type of character she is and yeah, and I, the, that's why I didn't yeah, care. I knew that that the wasn't going to happen. The stuff, like I already brought up how that was driving me crazy. But the, yeah. the chameleon stuff does interest me a little bit. And, you know, I don't hate the idea of a uh, vulture-led six-man team. You know, that, that's yeah. also kind of, you know, all right. I'll, I'll look forward yeah. to that a little bit. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm looking goes. for a Tom King out clause with Nick Spencer. I, I don't think you it's coming on, a, on the horizon. No, I don't but, either. Uh, I don't think it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, going to we'll read see. it. Here we are. No, there we go. Yeah, we'll be here. Uh, at least one of us is liking it. So if that's the case, you know, we'll hang in there. Uh, but we're going to go uh, now to a book where I might be talking. I don't know. It, it definitely are going to be you and uh, Double A, Ron. Uh, but a book that me and you at one point have lost interest in as well, that everybody loves, it seems. I mean, this thing's selling out the wazoo. But it is uh, The Immortal Hope. All right, and it's going to be just me and Aaron bringing you guys into the home struts here. Whoop, whoop. Jim is off at some uh, fancy dinner. Pinky's up is what I hear. Pants uh, on, probably. <laughs> yes, probably. Pant, pants requirement, no shorts, yeah. so he, he's let down. But um, anyway, yeah, we're going to get right into The Immortal Hulk, number 19. That's written by Al Ewing, art by Joe Bennett, Roy Jose, and Paul mounts it's probably pronounced fancier than that but that's what he's getting from me so uh maybe we get that with no recap page really in this issue but we get some foreshadowing the foreshadowing page i call it by william shakespeare i would eat his heart in the marketplace so store that in the memory banks for later uh because this issue actually begins years ago with uh a scene actually aaron brought up very reminiscent if you read the hulk one shot from peter david yeah, last week at this point. Yeah, it was last week. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of a scene reminiscent of that. It, one the soldier driving Betty to, uh, it lo- seems like the Gamma test site, actually. And uh, Professor Ross is in the backseat reading the newspaper, doing what he does. And the guy's basically just trying to spout off at the mouth and press Betty. He does not have much luck and gets called out embarrassingly by General Ross himself. Uh, all this while there's some, you know, narration, not narration, but conversation about this this butterfly that's caught in a spider web at the stoplight. So uh, yeah, I don't know if Betty's sitting there playing the doof here, uh, not understanding how uh, the circle of life works with spiders <laughs> and all. Yeah. But uh, she she's just kind of I think she's just kind of let, letting this guy talk and yeah. act like he's kind of superior to her or something. If, if she doesn't know, she was certainly mansplained to right there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and this is that guy that is. Uh, controlling uh, the abomination right yeah. now too. So. Yeah, it all comes comes full circle because his whole message is, you know, you, sometimes you got to kill a few to save the many, mm-hmm. uh, and that's basically what he reiterates here later. And and you know, it didn't impress General Ross back then. I, I don't know how he feels about it now. He's not here in this book, uh, but we go to present day, and then we got the abomination uh, with Rick Jones embedded inside of his his hand face. And a video ga- camera embedded in the side of Rick Jones. Um, but yeah, any, anyway, Hulk and him are, are duking it out while, like Aaron said, the je- gentleman that was driving Betty in the truck from earlier uh, is watching this all go down. He's running Shadow Base. Uh, and also, you know, a third aspect to this whole thing. So while I did say it was a quick issue, you know, the dialogue and the multiple, you know, scenes occurring with the red harpy narration over everything kind of makes you slow down and read what's going on. So, you know, who's saying what button and what's, what's happening. I tended once I got the gist of, of the red harpy narration, I decided yeah, I, to I figured, read that all at once every time. Yeah, I I, 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 when I, when I ended it, I read all over again. I was like, wow, yeah. this really doesn't add anything else to it. Cause sometimes yeah. they just break up a sentence throughout the pages. Yeah. She she writes the she narrates the entire issue like she's writing a Tom King Batman book. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. violence is me. Yeah. Pain yeah. is exactly me. I <laughs> so I had a chuckle as far as that goes. <laughs> that is uh, very good. It makes me enjoy the issue more. Actually, yeah. anyway, um, 
Hulk ends up not doing so well here in this fight where you think he would take Abomination down as he has many times before, but uh, he, he goes to give him kind of a right cross, a right uppercut here, and his yeah. hand ends up getting stuck in, in, in the mouth, yeah. hand mouth. Is that where it is? <laughs> it's, the, it's the hand mouth, basically. It's, it's like one of those moves you see in, like, No Holds Bar where in a, when Hulk punches Zeus and Zeus just grabs his hand and, like, holds it like, yeah, you ain't punching me. But then yeah. he just juices him yeah. with this yeah. toxic. Uh, Shadow Base kind of sensed it's coming. They're, they're, gonna, they're testing this stomach acid or this acid he he spews out yeah uh, it ends up dissolving hulk's hand and hulk is surprised even himself that he's not healing so yeah, uh it, it, jones takes that as an opportunity to get even more disgusting than he already is and decide to vomit all over yeah. hulk, <laughs> uh, w- which does not bode well for the big green guy here as uh, just it's eating bones, skin, and yeah. tissue, everything. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. The art the art is awesome and gross in a saw-type way at the same time. Just like every issue of this has been. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, you know, the, the story continues as these mercenaries end up coming down, trying to contain this town, not, not let any of the news of the Abomination Hulk fight that's occurring. Yeah, the one uh, hotel lady. Yeah, and they end up putting a bullet right in the other hotel uh, you know, the hostess is the main desk lady's um, uh, head right right in their forehead. Uh, and, and as a result, um, you know, the who's the reporter? I always forget her name. She's following uh, Red Harpy <laughs> Betty at this point. But, uh, you know, she seems to have Red Harpy. Yeah, she seems to, seems to have Red Harpy under control until they all witness this bullet really go in uh, into this innocent lady's brain. Yeah. And as, as a result, Red Harpy completely loses her, her you know. Uh, I mean, that's how she became Red Harpy. She got shot in the head, so. She completely loses her, her crap and goes after these guys. And when I mean goes after them, she goes after them limb for limb. Yeah, and rips them under. Each one by one, so kills all three of them. The reporter's basically, you know, you, you didn't have to kill him you could have just taken the guns yeah. and uh she's like no wouldn't have worked they would have killed us and, yeah uh, <laughs> like no no care whatsoever for these guys whatsoever and it's like that was the gateway to hell for her because it's all downhill from there yeah <laughs> upon the hulk abomination fight and as we mentioned that was not going well for hulk earlier uh <laughs> Yeah, it, it's still not going well for Hulk. He has no arms or legs right now, no or eyeballs. Eyes, yeah, he's yeah. just totally and just on the verge of death. Like, help me. Yeah, like Hulk hurts. Uh, that's all he keeps saying, basically. And, and Betty mutters a few words, and, and Hulk can hear still. Uh, so he gets the sense, even though it's the voice is a little off, that it's Betty. So Betty starts wandering over to Hulk. Uh, the Abomination is watching this all go down, kind of controlled by by Shadow Base. He's, he's basically telling him to stand down because he wants to see what happens here. Uh, and, and things t- seem to benefit Shadow Base in this instance because Harpy, despite the Hulk hurts, please over and over. Uh, and what is Betty doing over and over? Decides to just rip Hulk's big green heart directly out of his chest and and start going to town like it's uh, Thanksgiving dinner here. So uh, <laughs> that's how the issue concludes. Uh, in a Hulk, very gruesome scene, yeah. from uh, you know throat to beehole. And uh, <laughs> gushing green stuff everywhere with Harpy and uh, Abomination looking on just in utter shock. Everybody, the, the reporter in utter shock. I mean, Abomination's not in utter shock. You can't see what he's doing. There's a hand over his face. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how things wrap up here. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it. It was disgusting. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know. Other than the brief snippet of hulk going to hell here in this series which it seems like he's heading back there i don't i don't know about you uh (laughs) it's either that or she's eating his heart to regenerate his body inside of her body or something like that i I have no idea what's going i couldn't even take the wildest guess because i don't know enough hulk like yeah, I, Al Ewing's probably going to reach back in into the Hulk lore and pull something crazy out of out of you know his bag of tricks. There, I, I'm a little though. My only complaint is 
uh, you know, we, we were getting the old school Joe Fixit Hulk last issue, mm-hmm. and that quickly all vanished and went away in, in a blink because now he's obviously not going to be him when he comes back, probably. So uh, if he comes back, um, but I, I'm going to give it a nine. I really enjoyed it. Other than, you know, uh, my, my minor complaint of not getting enough Joe Fixit for my liking uh, and, you know, the speed of this issue kind of um not moving forward a whole bunch, just the ending resolution to the fight we saw last issue. Uh, I love the art. I, I do love still the story and the action going on here. Um, I'm uh, Yeah, I'm right at a nine. How about you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with the nine. There was like a couple of panels that were like, well, that doesn't look as tight as his, his stuff normally is. Uh, but other than that, I, I have no problem with this issue whatsoever. I, I did not... I mean, it threw me off at the first just because I was I was mixing up what Hulk, Hulk issue I read last I know. with the comparison of the two so stories. Too. It's like every other week's schedule. So, you know, I, I don't fault Joe Bennett too much for goofing on art here. No. Because that's, a, that's a tough schedule to keep up on. Oh. Oh, for sure. And, and I, I'm, I'm going to just venture a guess that maybe that uh, they're going to have a, a less Hulk involved couple issues coming up. I mean, yeah. he, I, I don't think they're going to jump right into the, what happened in Hulk. I think they're going to make us wait for a little bit. I, I haven't looked at previews, so I wouldn't know. I, I read them, but I just don't remember <laughs> specifically like what, what's going to happen. So I'm super interested to see where they take this. Uh, Hulk getting his heart eaten. It was I'm definitely surprised. a direction I did not envision happening. Yeah. You know, I'm real, real surprised there weren't tweets all over the place like Wednesday, Thursday, anything like that. Just Hulk's dead. You know, like yeah, th- th- nobody's talked about. It. No, I have. I haven't seen anything about this whatsoever. I've seen in an issue of a comic book on page of my life, and usually there's there's big hype of surrounding that and go going with all that yeah it's generally spoiled pretty yeah. good but now too flip until i picked up the issue and flipped through it i was like oh oh we're going here usually there there's some sort of warning uh, yeah. the community is not known to keep their mouths shut about spoilers like this so uh kudos to everybody i i don't know i guess it's not a not a big deal because he's quote unquote immortal that's the title of the issue so we'll we'll see but uh, but yeah that acid bath isn't is not allowing him to regenerate so <laughs> he's gonna be hulk just strapped to a skateboard trying to put <laughs> everybody to death so i'm done for that uh yeah, for sure yeah but we're, we're uh gonna wrap up the podcast here me and aaron uh that that falls to us this week with jim out his fancy dinner with pants and and all that nonsense but uh you guys- i hope he's uncomfortable yeah, me too. I, I hope he's, he's like two seconds away from loosening the belt and the top button. Like, yeah. but uh, you guys uh, interested in written reviews? You can go to weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. That's where you'll find every single issue. Uh, spoiler alert: We have review copies now, so those you can count out a whole bunch of things dropping right around Wednesday, 12 a.m. Eastern time, midnight, uh, each and every week from here on out. Uh, you guys interested in the Patreon, some extra podcasts and content that is Patreon weird science. Um, what else am I, uh, what am I forgetting? Oh yeah. The podcast Podbean, iTunes, wh- wherever all that is, you guys interested in rating and reviewing, please do so not required, but we it would be very helpful. And, uh, we're going to sign out here. I probably forgot one or two things uh, and you know, J- Jim will anally take it on on me, but and I have no him. memory, so I'm no help. Yeah. That's on him for fancy dinner. So yeah. uh, we're out of here and we'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Later. And a mouse keep running, running and running, running and running, running and running.